Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Well, welcome everybody to 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom. This is Pam Dunn, and I have a very special guest on the podcast today. His name is Trevor Dunn. Yes, he is my son. (laughs) So welcome, Trevor. (laughs) Hi, (laughs) Mom. And he, uh, he resides in Colorado, which you'll hear about, but Trevor is a former sergeant of the U.S. United States Marine Corps, and he is also currently an RF electrical engineer for an aerospace company. So we're going to talk about the wisdom of doing the hard things. And so Trevor... I would love if you would start us out because you have some really great wisdom gained around doing some really hard things in your life. And I think it might be good to start with, well, you get to choose either when you went into the military or when you got out, where would you like to start telling us about that? Um, so the, the harder thing that people don't know about is getting out in As we have discussed, there is a wonderful book called Tribe, and you lose your tribe when you get out. And so I I got out in 2013 and went to the University of Colorado Boulder to start my engineering degree, and I had no one and nothing. Not like physical materials, but I had like no like support structure. And so I I had to learn how to be not self-sufficient, but how to do things alone because mm-hmm. through your whole life you're told what to do. And then in the military, right? Everything is, you know, uh, left, right dress and you're, you're told what to do. And then you get out and I have, you know, m- my best friend or anyone isn't right down the hall. I have to do everything alone. I don't have a support structure. And it was, it was hard to learn to do that on my own. It took me about a year before I met like a bunch of people that I could like count on and, you know, were there for me for whatever reasons. And, and then I grew from that and I learned how to be able to do things just like alone, like be by myself and not have anyone help me in, in any capacity. You know, you're talking about something we actually have not talked about this, but I'm really curious about something that you are talking about. And that is how you talk about your support structure, because I'm envisioning and, and I know because I know you that the type of support structure you have in the Marines is different than the type of support structure that you grew up with, for example, and you have two brothers. And so you're talking about not having support. I'd love for you to elaborate on that a little bit more. Like what kind of support are you referring to? Kind of what I'm more referring to is a like, uh, like a emotional kind of spiritual support. Like, like, so like my brothers, we could always lean on each other for in hard times, you know, when 
you're being mean to us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, like, uh, it, like, you know, having a bad day or being, being down about something, you know, like I got my brothers down the hallway, you know, or, or whatever. Uh. I don't, I, I didn't have that. And so when things got hard, I just had to lean on myself. Mm. And I had to learn how to lean on myself and not have no one else could prop me up because I didn't have anyone. Wow. What do you think is some of the wisdom? Uh, you know, I mean, that is really a huge wisdom to learn how to lean on yourself. I mean, wouldn't that be something valuable for a lot of us to learn, especially during hard times? Right. So what else was it besides learning to lean on yourself and probably build yourself up and, and get yourself through some challenges? What else did you gain from that time? Um, it's a great question. <laughs> I've been a lot, watching a lot of hot ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a YouTube show. <laughs> It's not a plug about, about barbecue sauce. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I learned like a lot about um, kind of being able to look inward on, mm. on myself and what I needed and not kind of what anyone else needed. Uh, wow. I don't, I don't have a, like a good example of that offhand, but really like knowing um, what I needed for myself and not that was good for, you know, like, like the bigger picture or something. It was like my big, I need, I found my big picture and not someone else's big picture. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. So in the military, do you have to uphold the expectations of others? Absolutely. You're, um, it's, you know, you have to dress a certain way, have a certain haircut, no shave, you know, all this stuff and like and it's the the big picture of the marine corps it's not the big picture of you as a person or even like your small unit so you have like your small unit and it could be something there but they're focused on making the bigger picture and then even the bigger picture so learning to actually look in because and not and i'm not bashing on it you know i i loved my time in but it was just something that I had to learn to do on my own, which actually I don't think a lot of people learn, but I got out, lost my tribe, and I moved to a place I didn't know anyone. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. So that whole concept of kind of in the military, you're told who you are. And then when you got out, you had to redefine or decide who you really were. Right. And a lot of people think that like, um, you know, like normal, normal life is to go high school, college, and you're supposed to like discover who you are. And, and then most people don't do that in college and get a degree that they don't use and stuff like that. And so I spent a lot of time kind of learning who I was, like, after, like when I was 24, started doing that, which is a lot weirder experience probably than doing it at 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, while I can see that what you're saying is how that was really hard, I, I wonder if you look back on it now and you reflect, were there other hard things before getting out of the military? 
Um, yeah, well, one was uh, convincing you that it was okay for me to go into the military. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was not a simple task. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you're bringing that up. We didn't even talk about that ahead of time. But we have talked about that before. And, and I have to say that, you know, for everybody listening, it's really true that that was a hard thing for you because you knew I, I would not like that. Yeah, I knew you didn't want it, but it was what I wanted. Yeah. And so I knew that, and I, I knew it wasn't going to be easy, right? I knew it was not going to be an easy thing to join the Marine Corps and go get my ass kicked for five years. But it was something that I wanted to do, and you understood that. Yeah, well, I understood that. I had, I had to convince you. <laughs> yes, but, but really, you didn't, the way that you convinced me, and I think that this is important for everybody listening, that the way that you convinced me was not to be pushy, but to focus on your why and, and how it was important and why it was important to you. And, and as I'm saying that now, I'm thinking that that's probably, that focus is what got you through those hard times when you got out of the military too. I'm, I'm sure it is. That's kind of the, the drive of, always tried to keep was uh, focus on the why and not not be like bratty about it I guess but mm-hmm. it's like this is why I want to do this and I'll do it no matter what <laughs> yes uh, I'd like to have I, I'd like for you to be okay <laughs> I'm stubborn I'm a ginger it's your fault <laughs> you know you are stubborn so true However, I have noticed that you use your stubbornness to help you move through the hard things. Yeah, uh, definitely. So kind of anecdotally, one of the very weird pastimes I've picked up is backcountry skiing, which is, mm-hmm. if anyone knows what that is, you hike to the top of the mountain and you get one ski run, no matter how good it is. It's not groomed, nothing. You're not taking a chairlift. This isn't... This isn't a fun day at the beach, and uh, and I have gone up some runs, and it is hard. I mean, terribly hard to get up, but it is my stubbornness that gets me to the top of that mountain, and then I get to ski down it and have one beautiful run, and then go have a beer in the parking lot with my friends. <laughs> that's amazing, <laughs> and and I think that the wisdom that's gleaned from that is something that you can take into everyday life with you. Yes, absolutely. And like, you know, if I'm working late, you know, it's 10 o'clock and I'm like, but then I get that, that one good ski, you know, anecdotally, I get that one good ski run at the end of whatever that hardship is. And then a beer with my friends afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. that. That's what it's all about. (laughs) You know, one of the things that you said, too, that I want to make sure is uh, an important point about the wisdom of doing the hard things is that when you move through doing a hard thing, you learn to work through it on your own and with no one holding you accountable but you. And, And I would imagine that that's when your why comes in handy. It's actually probably necessary. Yes, it absolutely is. Yeah. And then, so will you also, um, before we 
uh, close, will you tell everybody the book again and the author? Oh, so the, the book is called Tribe by Sebastian Younger. It's like a 130 page book. It's really small. Um, I don't read books much, but it's, it's great. Um, and you can just listen to his podcast with Joe Rogan and you'll get the, the gist of it from there. But it, it definitely, I agree with everything he says in it and it kind of sums up what it's like. And I think everyone can relate to it. Nice. Thank you. Thank you so much, Trevor. You know, I, as a wrap up, I think I want to say that that book is great. You told me to read it and I have read it twice. And what I will say is that when you find someone who's had the wisdom and gathers wisdom from doing the hard things, you might want to listen when they tell you to do something. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So thank you so much, Trevor. You're welcome, Mom. <laughs> Take care. Love you. Love you too. As you can tell from our recordings, accessing your inner wisdom is ongoing and ever-changing. And sometimes you may be even asking yourself, well, how do I even further become the change that I want to be in the world? You may want to consider taking two hours and attending our Communication Mastery online class. Each class is only $79, and it's limited to five participants, so that each of you can get individual attention in order to become a better and wiser communicator. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com to learn more or to sign up. Thanks for joining us. And if you benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. And find out more about our coaching and other offerings at our website, yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.